So when Paul got to Rome, he called together the leaders of the Jews, as was his custom, to the Jew first. And they came in large numbers to the place where he was. Now, the Bible tells us in Acts chapter 28 that Paul was allowed to live in his own house with a guard. And we know that that probably went for like two years. He was under house arrest. He could come and go with that guard. And by the way, does anybody know what guard was it that guarded him? Do you know, anybody remember from another epistle? What, what was the guard assigned to him? Not the name of the guard, but the, the unit, so to speak, of the guard. Anybody remember? Have you ever heard of the Praetorian Guard? They were an elite special forces CIA type unit that was started by the Caesar. And they started out with like 500 of them and then they went to 1,000. Then they had several regiments of them. Their sole purpose was to protect the emperor. Garrisoned at Rome, they later used them for other things. They were an elite bunch of soldiers. Unfortunately, they got involved in politics and were then used to assassinate emperors. Not good. But anyway, that's who's guarding Paul. One of the Praetorian Guard. How would you like to be assigned to guard the Apostle Paul if you're not saved? How long do you think you could be around the Apostle Paul and not get saved? How many guards did he win to the Lord? What impact did his witness just in his own home? Because it says that people were coming and going and coming and going for the whole two years. Right here, Paul delivers the gospel to the Jews first. From morning till evening, he explained and declared to them the kingdom of God and tried to convince them about Jesus from the law of Moses and from the prophets. He presented the scriptures and showed that Jesus was the fulfillment of it. He indeed is the Messiah. What happened? It says some were convinced by what he said, but others would not believe. They disagreed among themselves and began to leave after Paul had made this final statement. When Paul saw what happened, when he saw the belief and the unbelief, when he saw the confusion, he said this to those who would not believe. He said, the Holy Spirit spoke the truth to your forefathers when he said through Isaiah the prophet, go to to this people and say, you will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. What causes a calloused heart? What causes a callous on your hand? A callous on your hand is caused by working and rubbing that place and the skin toughens and rubbing it and the skin toughens and pretty soon a thick layer of skin develops over it. When the Holy Spirit comes and pricks your heart and you push Him away, it becomes a little harder the next time. He comes and pricks your heart again and you push Him away. And pretty soon, your old heart becomes hardened and calloused. And He can come and push as much as He wants, but you can push Him away. You rationalize, you excuse, you do whatever. You, you become a shovel Christian. You know what a shovel Christian is, don't you? You sit in church and you hear the Word of God and the Holy Spirit convicts you and you say, well, that's got to be for the guy behind me and you just shovel it right over it. God must be speaking to somebody else. Surely He's not speaking to me. Don't let your heart become callous. Listen, you and you alone can determine the condition of your heart. As the old saying is, the same sun that melts wax hardens clay. You and you alone determine the condition of your heart.